Before we go further, just to point out one thing that we spoke out last night, Chavazavavah seemed to have said a tremendous Chiddush in proving from Seichel, from Torah Shabiksav, from Torah Shabalpeh, that has to be that there are obligations, there are Chiyuvim of the Lev, and it's not just a Varim, has to be the Lev together. He then said, a proof that you see if you do anything without intent, you don't get punished the same way. As a matter of fact, he says, even if you do something, a positive mitzvah, without intent, he says, you do it not l'shem shamayim, ene mekabel aleha schar. And we said this seemed to be uh, somewhat of a bold statement. It's a big chiddish which seems to have chazal, Kinegadis, Chazal seemed to tell us to the contrary. And we quoted the Tevel of Onan, and I see now the end of the Tevel of Onan indeed says, after he asked the Kasha, that of course you get Schar. may not be the same Schar, but you're certainly going to get Schar, even if you don't have intent for doing the mitzvah. So he says at the end, He says, it's, a, it's not, the, what the, the wording here is not accurate. Now, either he means, this is the Mashkiach explained, either he means that the translation from Arabic to Lashen Kodesh is not accurate, and really that's not what the Chavah himself meant to say, or that this is what he's saying here is really not accurate, because indeed that's not how we understand. We understand from Chazal that's not the case. And he quoted the Gemara, the Gemara Pesachim says, Rava had a stira. Rava says, one Pesach says, Ki Godol Ad that Hashem's chesed is up until the heavens. Another person says, that your chesed Hashem is even above the heavens. So the Gemara says, how do you reconcile this? Is Hashem's chesed, which means in the Gemara's context over there means that Hashem gives us schar for mitzvahs that we do, and that's chesed. Because truth be told, we're in this world, we don't des- deserve necessarily schar. The fact that Hashem pays us schar, gives us reward, that itself is a chesed. But this chesed, is it up until Shemayim, or is it beyond? The Gemara says, kan in l'shma, kan in l'shma. If a person does a mitzvah l'shma, for the shame of the mitzvah, I want to do the mitzvah, because this is what Hashem commands to do, this mitzvah, then the schar goes all the way up, even to the next world. If he does the mitzvah, shaloy l'shma, he does it for some other reasons. Then he gets schar in this world, ad shamayim. And as there's a ceiling to the schar, meaning it's going to be paid in this world. And the idea behind that is, explain the mashkiach, because if a person does things shaloy l'shma, which means he does things for his own personal vested interests, so he's basically living al pidera He's living in accordance with the way he would like to live. Happens to be that there's a mitzvah to do this thing. But it sort of, it fits in line with him. So he does it. So Hashem says, if you're living, you want to live just within the realm of Teva, so I'll give you reward in the realm of Teva. But if you understand this mitzvah is beyond me, this mitzvah is just because Hashem commanded it, Hashem says, then I'll give you reward even above this world, which is in the next world. A very nice idea. Okay. So, Chavis Avavis then said, you see clearly, Seichel, 
Torah Shabbat Kabbalah is Torah has to be the Mitzvah. Then he says, maybe it doesn't come up all the time. Not true. It's there all the time. And he quoted Psukim for that, that the mitzvahs that are incumbent upon the feelings of a person, the seichel of a person, the mindset of a person, it's there all the time. Mahadaymal is then he gives a marshal. And you have a servant who was commanded by his master to do two different chores. One was to be done inside the house. And one he had to do work outside the house in the field. Like work in the field. He has to survey, make sure it's growing properly. Make sure it doesn't need to be watered more. But it's just sort of, you have to check in with that. So, as if the work is outside of the field. So, in, it doesn't come up all the time. Uh, it, it, there's nothing to do right now. It's not the planting season, let's say in the winter. In the winter, there's not much to, to survey in, in the field. The spring, the summer, the fall, that's the time where you're planting, you're reaping, you're harvesting, you're gathering. But in the winter time, so at that point, there's no obligation on the heaven, on this servant to do anything. There's no chores to be done. That's only outside the house. But things that he has to tend to within the house, those are things that happen on a regular basis. The cooking, the cleaning, the arranging, that happens all the time. There's no break. It doesn't matter what season it is. It doesn't matter what day it is. Those things are necessary to happen all the time. He says, As long as he is a servant of this master, he will have these duties to do, these chores to accomplish all the time, without a letter. Unless he was doing something else at the time for the master, otherwise he has an obligation constantly. He says that this marshal is... The same with the Evarim and the Lev. How so? The mitzvahs of the mind, of the heart. Now we are obligated. We have no excuse that, oh, now I'm not obligated. And we have no way that we should just be off duty of them. It is a constant Ava. It's a constant Chiv. Oh, actually, what it means, I have a saying like this. In other words, what is the thing that could take away a person from making sure he's doing the obligations of the heart? He explains, In other words, it's only his becoming too infatuated by this world. In other words, if he wants to live a life of pleasure in this world, then he indeed will be distracted from serving Hashem all the time with his life. In other words, if a person does get lured away, he does get distracted by all of the pleasure and all the entertainment in this world that it has to offer, so that will be a very big distraction to his thought process about Hashem. The Pasuk says, 
you see that they were involved with all sorts of instruments, listening to all sorts of music. And they were drinking a lot of wine. So you see, when a person, the, the Novi Yeshaya is saying, reprimanding the Bnei Yisrael, he says, you people, you were just indulging in parties, in music, and wine, and eating. And what you had to do for Hashem's sake, you didn't look at that. Why? Because you were preoccup- preoccupied with the world, the entertainment, and pleasure. You didn't see Hashem's handiwork, what Hashem wants you to do, and that's a distraction. So, <coughs> that's what the Chavis is saying. That's how it works, that the, the, the delusion of this world is what could take a person away from the Chiyav. But other than that, really the Chiyav of, of the Lave is constant, because if you talk about the Chiyav of Avas Hashem, there's no end to our to our Avas Hashem. Yiris Hashem, there's no limit to that. So these are constant things. I mean, as a matter of fact, a varim mitzvah, a varim the mitzvah, ma'isi, we do an action. And the truth is, unless when you have an ani to give tzedakah, then it comes into play. When it's the time to put on tefillin, comes into play. When it's the time to daven, that's when it comes about. But the mitzvah, the lave, is really constant, as is marshal of the eved, the outside work and the inside work. So Vamarti, I said, Maybe the mitzvahs of the lave, another excuse of why people didn't write about it, is because it's very exclusive. Maybe it doesn't really branch out, doesn't expand beyond the mitzvah itself. That's why they left it. They didn't write a specific sefer on the chayvis al but then I analyzed it and I looked at the the amount of uh, the, where it expands out to the the amount of the misparum the list of them upirkeim and the various details of them. I found actually that the the Chavis that have the Levavos actually continue and widen much more than the Chavis Ayyavarim. Like David HaMelech says, Lechol Tichla Reisi Kates. This Tichla means either it means uh, any measurement or anything that was created in this world. Reisi Kates. I saw it was finite. I saw it, it only goes to a certain amount. It's finite. But Rechava Mitzvah Shamaid, David Amalek is comparing things in this world, uh, materialism in this world, Gashmias things in this world. Raisi Kates, for everything that Hashem created, there's a, a limit to it. It's finite. Rechava Mitzvah but your mitzvahs, they go very, very wide. Amru al mitzvahs halavavis says the Chavazavavis that this that David Amalek said is really going. On the chayvus of levavus, ki mitzvah seivarim yesh la mitzvah yedua. Why? Because if you talk about mitzvah seivarim, the mitzvahs that we perform with action, they do have a finite number. What's that number? Everybody knows the number of mitzvahs. Taryag yesh la mitzvah yedua. Kamei taryag. 
is not 613, because some of those are included in mitzvahs halavavis. But those that are in the list of the mitzvah sevarim, it's a finite number. You put on tefillin, you mekayim mitzvahs tefillin. You put on a talis, you mekayim mitzvahs talis. They're finite. Mitzvah Shabbos comes once a week. Yom Tov comes when Yom Tov comes. Those are finite. But Ach Mitzvah Salavavais, Rabbis Ma'id, they're very numerous and they're very expansive. At Ki they say in Mispar, the offshoots of the Mitzvahs of Lavavais have no number, have no limit. That's why David Amelech says that Rechava Mitzvahscha Ma'id. Davanamelech says, Rechava mitzvah ma'id on Chavis halavavis. And here we'll just mention a beautiful Chsam Seifer. <laughs> As we know, Chsam Seifer used to learn with his Talmidim 15 minutes daily of Chavis halavavis. And that's why in many of his, in his uh, Pirushim and ideas and Chumish and his Drushes, he often quotes Chavis halavavis. And this is a Parshis. Yisrael. Fascinating idea. Pashas Yisrael contains the Aseris Adibris. The Aseris Adibris starts from Anoichi, Hashem Aleikecha, and it goes all the way till the 10th that you can't desire or covet what someone else has. V'choil Asher L'Riecha. And every, anything that is to your friend. From the word Anoichi until the word Asher L'Riecha, how many letters is it? So he quotes the Shalom Kodesh. Now you know how many letters there are in the entirety of Aseris Adibrois? He says, 620. The Oisiyahs of Keser. Keser is of course the crown. But 620 is a very famous number because it's 613 plus 7. 613 plus 7 is 613 mitzvahs in the Torah plus 7 of the mitzvahs the Rabbonon. And that's why in totality it's really Keser. So he quotes the Shalom. That's why there are 620 letters in Aseris Adibris as a remez, an allusion to each letter is an allusion to another one of the mitzvahs, 613 plus 7 Midrabonim. That's the Shalom HaKadosh. Says the Chassam Seifer that one of the last seven letters, Asher Lirayecho. So there's 613 letters until Asher L'Riecha, and then the last seven. Now, who is <coughs> Asher L'Riecha going on? Says the Chesam Seifer. Well, look at the Chavah Savavas, but he writes in Nakdama that Chavah Sevarim are finite. There are 613, the number of Mitzvah Sevarim you have to do. Chavah, that's Chavah Sevarim. Chavah Halvavos, ain't Mizpar. It's infinite. It can go on and on. He says the Pshad is because every day a person could have a greater understanding in Godless Hashem, greater appreciation in Avas Hashem. So therefore, it's ever expansive. Expansive. Like, like Dovran Amal says, Rechavim Esvaz Beautiful, he says. Asher is going on who? Well, the Gemara Shabbos, when Hillel told the Ger, here's what you have to know about the Torah. To your friend, don't do. Who's your friend? Rashi says, Hashem Baruch was your friend. So don't do to 
But you don't want it done to yourself, don't do what Hashem doesn't want you to do. So everything until Asher L'Reyecha, that's 613. Until Asher L'Reyecha, because that's finite. And then from Asher L'Reyecha and on, beyond that point, beyond that point, it's Chavis Beyond that point, it's Ein Lohem Shir, there's no limit to what the mitzvahs that a person can do with his life. So here you see, again he's saying, not only is it an actual obligation, and not only does it have to precede the understanding and learning about to the Chavis Tevorim, here we're saying that it really is so much more far-reaching. The Chavis Halavava is that of Chavis Tevorim. And here they have a nice allusion, a remez, from this, and the Chsam uh, Seifer, in the Aserah Tadibris itself, with the 613 plus 7, 613 is a finite number. Beyond that is the Chavis Halavava, his allusion to being without limit. Agutanach.